The parent who leaves his son enormous wealth generally deadens the talents and energies of the son. This is a quote from Andrew Carnegie, and I'm absolutely certain this applies to daughters as well. And in this episode, we're going to skip by the obvious truth that playing the lottery is a bad investment. You've heard that time and time again. But we're going to look at why the lottery can cost you just a few dollars today, but even worse, it can cost you a mindset that will make you a fortune tomorrow. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Moment Podcast, episode number 46. The Mental Mastery Moment is presented every weekday to provide you with a short mindset reset so you can approach each day with the proper mental attitude to maximize your potential. Here's Desmond with your Mental Mastery Moment. Uh, You've heard it before. The lottery is a bad investment. You'll never make your money back. But that's not why we play it. We're not playing it as an investment. Most people who play the lottery is because someone's got to win. If I spend a dollar, why not me? And every week or every twice a week, if you're playing the U.S. Powerball, you're spending a dollar, two, three, five dollars, whatever it is, and you're just thinking, well, that's not much to give up, and I've got a chance that I'm going to win, as much of a chance as anybody else. And how great would it be to win that $120 million Powerball? But that's not what I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about something that's going to cost you more than a couple of dollars a week. But while I do that, I'm going to run a simulator that I found online. It asks, when will I win the Powerball? And what I've done is I've chosen a quick pick, and it's given me five different numbers between 1 and 59. The numbers are 10, 23, 30, 48, and 56, and the Powerball number is 4. I'm going to start this now, and it's going to run a simulation to see when I win the lottery, how long it's going to take just using a random number generator like the lottery uses, and how much money it's cost me. So I'm going to start that right now, and I'll let you know where I end up at the end of this episode. Here it goes. I'm not even going to look at it. We have heard before that about 70 to 80% of the people who are lottery winners end up losing their fortune in less than five years. And I don't know if we ever look at that, why that happens, but I'm going to do that today. One of the reasons is because the people who win the lottery haven't been equipped to manage that kind of money because they haven't earned that kind of money. It's just thrown into their lap. It's like giving a two-year-old a cake, a birthday cake. Well, they're not going to look at that and go, well, really, I should just use this much for right now and I'll save a little bit for tomorrow. Maybe I'll share some with my friends and they can come over and enjoy it. They just dig into it and eat it until they're sick. And that's what ends up happening with lottery winners. But the big issue with the lottery that I really want you to grab hold of is the way it affects your mindset. Because I think this potentially will cost you more than you could ever imagine. In fact, I dare say many lottery players are costing themselves so much and they would so quickly gain the wealth that they're seeking if they would stop training their brain to expect something for nothing. That is like poison to our being. Absolute poison. It destroys us and it destroys the reason we exist. Those who have created wealth, and I'm not talking about those who've been given wealth or those who have taken it through competition and corporate greed, but those who have been creative, those who have actually created wealth, they understand the importance of the process. I'm going to link to this great article I found 
on Wired Magazine. Bill and Melinda Gates have made a commitment to do a couple of things when it comes to their wealth. Provide their children with a wonderful education which empowers them to have a sense of their own ability. That's important. Education. We understand that. and We should do that. We should give our children the best foundation we can give them, and we should empower them with an understanding of their amazing ability as human beings and as creators in this world. Bill and Melinda are going to give them enough freedom so they can do anything, but not so much money showered on them so that they can go out and do nothing. That is powerful. They get it. Bill and Melinda Gates get it. They understand. They know what will enrich their children's life. And I have a suspicion their kids are going to be okay. And I could be proven wrong on this, but they're definitely setting them up for the best possible future because it's what's in their mind, not in their bank account, which will create wealth for those children. How many times have we seen people who have inherited great wealth and just squandered it? A great example of this is the Woolworth, if you remember F.W. Woolworth. That fortune was squandered on this horrible lifestyle by the founder's children and grandchildren. And that's because they didn't earn it. They didn't have that mindset. They didn't understand what brings about wealth and what is the purpose of wealth. Wealth comes from creativity and service to others. We've heard it said so many times, including that famous quote from Zig Ziglar, you can get anything in life you want if you will just help enough other people get what they want. That's a powerful quote, and it really has to do with sales. It's from one of Zig's books on sales. And so it's about helping people find what they want and you making a commission on that. But your commission comes not for being a slick salesperson, but for figuring out what the customer needs and then giving that to them. What you've done is you've basically gone out and done the shop for them and you've helped address a pain for them and when you do that for enough people you will have everything you want take a moment think about those who are richly rewarded in this world those innovators the risk takers even the entertainers which we willingly pay remember entertainers we sometimes think whether it's a musician an actor actress uh, an athlete we sometimes think man they're getting paid for doing next to nothing. No, they're getting paid for giving us what we want because we pay their salaries. They serve us with what we want and we're willing to pay for it. Yeah, they market those services to us, but we're the ones who ultimately decide to pay it. What sets the elite apart from all the rest in those groups? If you think about entertainers, there are so many actors in New York and London and Hollywood who are just trying to make it. What sets the certain ones apart from the others? Yeah, sometimes they get a lucky break, but lucky breaks don't come without effort. Just this weekend, I had somebody come to me talking about being in the radio business, which I've been in for many years. They asked me, can you help me figure out how to get my big break? (laughs) And I was like, well, yeah, I can help you figure it out. Do whatever they need you to do and be there when they need you to be there and keep moving forward. No, no, can we go to lunch and we can kind of strategize? No, there's no strategy. That's not it. You're thinking that you can do something, you can pick the right numbers, and you'll get your lucky break. That's not what your lucky break's about. Your lucky break is about putting in a lot of work and being creative and doing more than you've ever thought you could do. There's an even more appropriate quote from Zig Ziglar, which is at the core of what I'm sharing today. It goes like this. What you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. Did you hear that? It's about what you become by achieving your goals, not what you get. We see the reward for our hard work as money. 
But the real rich reward is the change in our character and our ability and our beliefs. When we work hard, when we are creative, when we use our imagination to serve others, we change ourselves. A person who wants money is a person who doesn't really understand life and the purpose of living it. A person who wants money only wants to satisfy themselves and their own ego. That's not what life's all about. Life's about giving richly to the creation itself that's in front of us. We're uniquely built to be creators ourselves, not just consumers of what others create. This is what the lottery does, and this is where it poisons our soul. The lottery is about consuming what others have created. The lottery jackpot is built on the money others have put into it with a hope to get something for nothing. They've gained that money through their own creative efforts, whether it was as an employee or as a business owner or an investor or an artist or whatever it is. They've taken that money that they've made from creating and they put it into that lottery and you're hoping to get that money just by being lucky, by providing no value whatsoever to any of them. And yeah, we could say that about anything in life where we're compensated for our work or our effort, but this is different. This isn't about compensation. It's really about luck, and luck is not compensation. And there's a lot of theological beliefs, whether it's in Christianity or Buddhism or Taoism, about not gambling and the downfall of gambling is is not in the actual gambling itself. It's in the way it changes who you are. It's in the way it changes what your expectations are. It's in the way it changes what you believe you have to offer society and your community and the world around us. That's where it becomes the word sin. It's about being less than we can potentially be. Luck and gambling is about accepting just chance. But we're not created for chance. We're created for service, for creativity, for imagination, for giving to others, for perpetuating the universe, for, for making it blossom and bloom and move forth and being as beautiful as it can potentially be. We're part of that process. And if we just want to win the lottery, we just want to gain for ourselves. We're not a part of the creative force that is in play in this universe. So I want to encourage you, forget the lottery. Seriously, I know it's tempting. I know you think you'll be the exception, but you won't. Even if you are, you're not enriching yourself, only your bank account. And you're certainly not enriching the world around you. And I realize, I get it. You're saying, but if I had that, I could pay off my bills and it would free me up to do these. The reason you have those bills is not because you don't have enough money. It's because you spent more than you have. That's why you need to pay off those bills. Because we've been so driven to get, 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 get instead of give, 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 give. And it's when we give that we change the world. Trust me, I know. I'm the greatest fraud ever when it comes to this. I know. The reason you can't retire today is because you spent more than you made yesterday. That's why you're in the place you're in. Not because you need to win the lottery. See, that's what we do. We, we place the blame on something else. Oh, I don't make enough money. My boss doesn't pay me enough. I need to get more, 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 more. You need to give more and take less. And when we do that, we're freed up. We're, it's like this beautiful breath of fresh air comes in when we do that. If you're like most of us, you're living in a house that's more than you need. That's more than you can afford. Now, yeah, you can afford it, but that's all you can afford. You're, you're driving a car that you probably don't need. The truth is, 
If you wanted to quit your job, you could probably save up enough money in the next year to be able to move to some desolate place somewhere, buy an acre of land, and live off that land in a little hut. So it's not about that. It's not about that. It's about you wanting more and more and more. And we need to change that mindset and think about giving more and more and more and serving others and making this world around us a beautiful place. Decide what you're going to give to others, which will address a pain that they have. And in return, that will reward you with more than you could ever dream of having. This is the reward which transcends the physical world. This is truly a spiritual reward, a truly eternal reward, and it's worth more than you'll ever have in the bank. Now, it doesn't mean you won't have it in the bank, but you won't care that it's there. And when you don't care that it's there, then you have peace. Having said that, let me go over and see where we are with my lottery simulator, see how much I've spent and if I've won. I did win the lottery. Uh, fantastic news. I'd used the quick pick and I um, used those numbers and I put the simulator on and fantastic news. I have won the lottery. I won it. Now I started it today and I hit the Powerball Wednesday, November 23rd of the year 1,079,966 AD. I only spent 220 $4,979,482 on tickets. So that was spending $2 each time on a Wednesday and a Saturday. So great news. I did win the Powerball, and it's only taken a little over a million years to do that playing twice a week. So so I guess it is possible. <laughs> Might as well keep doing it. I hope you did enjoy this episode. I do hope that you'll go to the website and uh, find that link yourself and, and run the lottery yourself. Maybe you're thinking, oh, you used a quick pick. I've got my magic numbers. Go try it out. I'll put it in the show notes at pdesmondadams.com slash 046. If you haven't rated this podcast yet, would you do that? It would be so great. Do it in iTunes at pdesmondadams.com slash iTunes. Give it a five-star rating if you think it's worth it. I'd appreciate that. We've gotten a lot of great reviews. So I appreciate you. I do hope that this is a little bit of a challenge for you. I don't think that you're a horrible person if you keep playing the lottery. I just think you're selling yourself a little bit short, and I would hope that you would uh, see that. And that's for you to figure out, and I, I do hope for the best for you. I've also got a survey up on my website right now. I want to know what it is that brings you to this podcast, what it is you're seeking, what it is that would answer the biggest dilemma you have in your life right now. It's at pdesmondadams.com slash survey one, pdesmondadams.com slash survey one. I'd love to have your feedback. It's just a few quick questions. It'll take you less than a couple minutes to answer, and it would help so much because I want to know what it is that you're dealing with and how I can best address that. And it goes back to everything I talked about in this episode and all the others, really, because I want to be here to serve you. I want to take what I've been given in this world, and I want to use it to make your life better. So if you could, give me that feedback, pdesmondadams.com slash survey the number one survey the number one and uh, we'll move forward with this i'm enjoying this i'm enjoying your feedback i'm enjoying your emails and your comments and everything else uh, i just love that we get to do this together thank you so much may your reach always extend beyond your grasp 